Welcome to The Jealous Vegan, a podcast about healthy eating, habit change, and the hurdles we all need help overcoming. I'm Jennifer Hunley, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, also known as The Voice. Today, we are joined by... April Cunningham, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, health and life coach, also known as The Influencer. Lisa Carter, founder of Kinetic Fitness, also known as The Balancer. Jendai Jackson, owner of Jendai Asha Creative, also known as The Entrepreneur. Welcome. So glad to have the full team back together again. So in a recent episode, we talked about protein needs and making sure that you could satisfy your need for protein with plant-based options. And so today we want to talk about substitutions and alternatives that people often turn to as a result of needing to satisfy some of those needs. But sometimes it's not even about the requirement for protein or anything else. Sometimes you just want that thing that you used to enjoy when you ate animal products. And so thankfully there are many manufacturers who are catering to that crowd. And there are some really good options for all of those items. So we wanted to take a moment to talk about those things. I don't think there's anything wrong with ads, but I'd like to point out that we're not compensated by any of the companies we're gonna talk about today. These are all the things that we really enjoy and truthfully use on our own spending our own money at the grocery store or online like everyone else. Um, and we just want to share those things with you so that you're not forced to go through the trial and error that some other people have had to endure. Okay, so let's start with eggs. I have an egg allergy. And so even if I wanted to go back to eating eggs, it would be difficult to do. Um, I have done it a couple of times since I discovered that I had an allergy. And I realized that it's probably not a good idea. Um, so have any of you tried any of the egg alternatives that are out on the market and what have you found so far? I'm going to call myself out right here and say, I don't believe in egg substitutions. They don't work with my biology. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like, yeah, no, I don't even bother to substitute. And I, I guess I, I call it out because some cases, in some cases when you're going plant-based, there is no substitute. Mm-hmm. You just have to give it up. Yep. Yeah. Let it go. Agreed. So there are some good products on the market. Um, I have recently experimented with Veg. I think it's spelled V-E-G-G, a company that I, I ordered some things from online. Um, I had to skip the, the egg scramble because it is a soy-based, or I mean a wheat-based product. But they have something that you can use to make cookies and other baked goods. And I used that to replicate my mom's spinach pie from when I was growing up, um, which had eggs, of course. Um, and it actually came out pretty well. I, I just had it, I think, this past week. I was sad. It took a it took a lot longer to bake, which they say on the directions. But in actuality, the taste and the flavor was pretty consistent with what I recall from my childhood. Well, I don't really like uh, substitute things, but that's an interesting point. I, <laughs> clearly, I don't cook because I never even <laughs> thought about what I would substitute eggs for, like, if I were cooking something. So um, that's a good one to know because I, I honestly, not until this conversation, I'm like, oh, yeah, if I want to cook something. 
Yeah. What do I use for that? A lot of times it's for eggs, at least in the recipes that I've seen, it's for that um, gelatinous. Um, gelatinous. Cool. Uh, Tomato, tomato. Cool. Uh, gelatinous, gelatinous yeah. um, element of holding something together. You're going to bake some baked good. Um, how do you hold it together when you put in it? Um, and I, I found it, uh, at least I've read, I've never used it, is the flaxseed oil mm-hmm. that can be ground, flaxseeds that can be ground yep. up. And if water. you let them sit in water, they will get um, gelatinous. Yes, I've and, done that actually. And has it worked? I didn't actually use it in the recipe. Like it looks so weird to me. I didn't want to try it, but yes, that is a pretty wait, wait, easy substitute. You went through the work of... It, it takes like five minutes. Oh, it's okay. not a lot of work. Yeah, it doesn't take long before mm-hmm. it becomes yeah. it gels, right? But yes. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Like the, yeah. It looks like a body product, Bi- mm. a body byproduct, not a. Oh, like you know, smut. like I. Looks I, like yeah. smut. It tastes perfectly fine, and it's plant based. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not very but attractive. Looks like snot. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Maybe it's a conditioning because eggs don't bother me. Yeah. yeah. But I did have a reaction to a visual reaction to flex ground up flaxseed with water. So that's another thing I think about substitutions that I find difficult is I really have a texture issue. Oh, yeah. So just in yeah. general, right? Just yeah. in general. So if it's supposed to be eggs, but the texture isn't right, I'm going to have a problem. But the same thing with, you know, meat products or non-meat products. Like, ugh, this, don't, this doesn't feel right. I don't. Yeah, so I... I I tend to stay away from substitutes because of that. It's, yeah, doesn't feel like the real thing. So let's move to meat, since you, you mentioned it, Lisa. Um, there are some pretty decent meat alternative products on the market, and there's some not-so-great <laughs> alternative <laughs> products. Yeah. So let's start with what's great. Beyond, Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. It's a Beyond Meat is so good. Yeah. I don't know what they put in it. I don't know what they do to it. It's juicy. It's not like dried and crusty like your average mm. vegetarian burger, vegan vegan burger. Um, something extra about yeah. it. it. It it makes you feel suspicious almost. Mm-hmm. How, <laughs> how can this be so I mean, good? They like they they're juice like the way that they cook, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. They're pink. They're yeah. pink. Yeah. Yes. It's like, what I think they add coloring to it. It says beet juice. Yeah. yeah. Beet juice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond meat, so good. So I've only ever had the burgers and the bratwurst. Mm-hmm. Um, has anybody tried like the chicken or anything else? Mm-hmm. I've used the kind of ground beef for spaghetti. It's been really good. Um, I've used the little chicken strips. Those are my favorite. Um, but I've used some of the other products and they're really good. Uh, I think we recently had a blog post, maybe it was, where um, I was saying that I've tried a lot, not a lot, but a few different kinds of meat substitutes and the veggie, the Beyond Meat is like the best Um, because of the texture. For me, the texture checks out, the taste checks out, and I don't feel, I feel like especially when it comes to burgers or especially burgers, after I eat like a veggie burger, I always feel like, man, I really wish that was like a real burger. (laughs) But it wasn't. But with the Beyond Meat burgers, I'm like, I feel good. I feel satisfied. It wasn't a meat burger, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
Um, and I still feel satisfied and I still feel good. So I stand behind them for sure. Yeah, they really nail the texture, taste, smell mm -hmm, even mm -hmm, of, mm -hmm. of, of it. Um, you, it's definitely not done in my grandmother's kitchen, right? But they nail it. Um, I, Beefsteak, um, the restaurant, uh, fast casual restaurant that's actually on our restaurant guide, um, our audience can download that. Um, they do, they're doing right now a a burger and they're using a ground beef, I think, of sorts. It looks like a sloppy joe and they put avocado and they put yeah. it on an olive oil bun so it doesn't have the, I don't think um, that it has uh, any butter. Um, Are they using a brand? They're uh, using uh, Beyond Meat. They are meat, okay. They are uh, using Beyond okay. Meat, which like I, I saw it and I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I tried it. Um, I, I don't, I didn't like it as much, but I don't know if that was preparation or the actual Beyond Meat crumbles. The crumbles mm -hmm. aren't as good as the solid burger, oh, my experience okay. so far. How was the brat? It was pretty good. Um, I always feel like I overcook it though. So I need to probably turn the fire down and be a little bit more patient, but mm -hmm. it's pretty good. Can I say too that the first time I made one, I, it was so, um, it was so similar to what I would make for a burger that I did have a tendency of like, did I cook it long enough? Except that it's plant-based, so you can't, you don't really, <laughs> right. you don't you have don't to cook it in the same yeah. way that yeah. you would cook a, you know, yeah. you're right. not trying to kill right. bacteria. You right. are, but not in the same way that you would, you know, right. for a meat, uh, a beef burger, for yeah. example. Has anybody had the Impossible Burger? I think it's a called Impossible. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a company out west. Um, and I can't remember the, the burger chain that they have their items in, but... I really want to try that. So I'm going to California next month, and hopefully I'll get an opportunity to try that and report back. Yeah. I was going to say, too, that uh, BurgerFi oh, yeah. now has a Beyond Meat, the Beyond Meat burger that they you can get as oh, yeah. their, their veggie mm -hmm. burger option. BurgerFi? Burger yeah. A restaurant? One in Silver Spring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a chain of... Uh, they usually sell beef burgers, but they mm -hmm. do have a... Think a black bean burger, and now they have a Beyond Meat burger that they offer as a menu option. Mm -hmm. TGI Fridays they had has a quinoa burger. Quinoa burger, oh. that's what it was. TGI Fridays, but I has think what? the quinoa burger. <laughs> 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 what are you about to say? They, they carry. They have a Beyond Meat burger at serious? TGI Fridays. They do. I don't oh. eat there very often, or hardly at all. But I did. Somebody told me it was on their menu. Wow. Yeah. yeah. TGI Fridays. Everybody's picking up on the fact that Beyond Meat does the best. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, they do really good. Um, I've not found a meat substitute for bacon. Um, we there we tried one no as a team for today. Bacon. Yeah, let's just call that out right now. There is no, no substitute no, for bacon. That is one of the only things. Bacon. What's the brand that we just ate? I don't want to say. Oh, um, I liked it. Oh, did okay. you? I, I think did. It's called but, field know, field meat. Field. Yeah, see, so you shouldn't have called them out because. <laughs> No. Not everybody okay. likes it. You know why? Because we got one way. We got one. I was raised not. on turkey bacon. No, it's not even real right. Bacon. So I was raised on turkey bacon. So it you just it disqualified had... your whole opinion. What? <laughs> no. Turkey bacon has like a flexible, it's not as crisp as regular pork or, you know, bacon. Real bacon. Yeah, real bacon. So I felt like when I saw that sitting on the table, I'm like, oh, that's just like turkey bacon. Let me try. And it has it has like a smoky feel to it. It has the same texture as turkey bacon to me. So it does. It does. Yeah, I was fine with it. So to to be transparent, we prepared some in the 
um, oven, similar to how I would make pork bacon. Mm -hmm. And then we prepared some according to the package directions, which is to um, do it on the stovetop and a skillet for a couple of minutes on each side. Okay. Um, I think there were some other responses similar to yours. It's like turkey bacon. Yeah. Um, but then we also had, it wasn't, it tasted like cornbread, I guess. That's that was, what I said. Which is not a bad thing either. Yeah. I mean, but um, cornbread yeah. isn't bacon, you know? It was, see, and once again, I'm a texture person. So it has that more bread texture to me. It tastes like some sliced cornbread that maybe was cooked in the same pan with bacon. Oh, with bacon grease, yeah. Yeah, but hmm. not bacon. Yeah. I wouldn't want it on like a bacon, egg, and cheese or... I wouldn't want it on the side of pancakes. <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on a second. You just named three things that, as a plant-based person, you can't you eat. eat. Right. Well, bacon, egg, and cheese. cheese. Okay. <laughs> Look. No substitutes of that. Put it between two pieces of beef burger. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, you know. But I was, gonna, change. I was gonna say that though. If you put it, if you put it on a burger with some avocado, yeah, beyond meat, then you wouldn't. Yeah. If you put it, you know, like. But just in a sandwich of some sort, I think it would be a nice little flavorful addition. Okay. Come on, God. Well, no, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know because it, it's made from wheat protein, oh, so I, it, I didn't have it. any. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah. But, but real talk. Real talk. Bacon has the gristle. It has the fatty pieces. I agree. Right? And it you can even, if you get a high-quality turkey bacon, you can approximate that, mm -mm. but you never yeah, no. nail no. it. Yeah. And so to take even, I feel like, a step back and to get this plant-based bacon, it just, it's one of those things that I have given up. I've just decided I, I that I cannot. Mm -mm. Just um, give it up. Yeah. I agree. I agree there's nothing like Bacon, like nothing like bacon. Bacon. You can't, yeah. We should speak to, like, you have to experiment, right? Yeah. We're speaking mm -hmm. to this whole dialogue is about experimenting because what you like, Jen D, Jen, you can't eat. And Leela and I were like, mm, no, sorry. Yeah, not, that didn't work for you. Not ready to swipe. Yeah. But so, we did have another person who tried it yeah. who said it wasn't bad. She said the same thing. She's like, it's kind of like turkey bacon. But she said she hasn't had bacon in a really long time. Mm. Um, and the flavor was more like bacon than turkey bacon. Yes, yes. than turkey bacon. Yeah. And so and it I smelled amazing. It's. Let me just say. <laughs> Is that why you were so disappointed? That was the biggest letdown yeah. because it smelled so good and I was so excited. And I was like, you're cooking bacon. Oh, it's not. You're not cooking bacon. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, I, I feel like it's whatever you're used to. If you're used to jerky bacon, clearly this tastes a lot yeah. like turkey bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, but if you're if you're a pork bacon, this might not might not make the cut. Yeah. And, and to April's point, there are probably things that you just have to let go. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Just yeah. let it go. Mm -hmm. um, we do have some bacon bits, um, a couple different brands that we are going to try. Um, and we'll report back either through Instagram or in our newsletter related to how well your salads or mashed potatoes or baked potatoes can be enhanced with quote-unquote bacon bits. Mm. Hmm. Okay, let's move to cheeses. This one I find good and bad. Depends on what you're trying to use the cheese for. <laughs> um, I see a lot of heads. Oh, frowned up yeah. faces. Yeah, <laughs> Shaking violently. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Um, so let's start with you, Shindy. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a cheese product that you like or have found to 
I do. I mean, I I use a cheese product on my Beyond Meat burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dio. Oh yeah. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Daya. Excuse Daya. Me, Daya. Daya. D-A-I-Y-A. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. It it's not it doesn't it doesn't melt the way that cheese typically melts. So yes. that's the only issue that I have with it. But in terms of taste, it's fine. Like the, the Beyond yeah. Meat burger is so good that yeah. it doesn't take away from it at all. Yeah. yeah. Here's the problem I have with vegan cheeses. They're salty. They're oil-based, mm-hmm. so they don't melt the same, and you don't get, I mean, you have, I think there was something you um, had us try today, or you put on your pasta, your gluten-free pasta today. Oh. Jen. Follow your heart, Parmesan. And it had 30 grams of protein. I can't remember the serving size, but it, they, it was fortified with, mm-hmm. sorry, not protein, calcium. Mm-hmm. Most vegan cheeses are not very high in calcium, calcium because they don't have that dairy component, mm-hmm. clearly. So they don't melt as well. They don't have the calcium, and they're very oil-based. Yeah, I, it's one of another thing. I've just given up. Yeah. So I I go back and forth on cheese. So I I really 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 like the Follow Your Heart brand. I found their Garden Herb block cheese um, slices well, shreds well, melts okay. If I'm adding it to something I'm cooking, uh, I like their jalapeno slices. Um, they have some other slices I like. So I feel like that brand in general does a pretty decent job of approximating cheese, and it's available at more grocery stores than some other brands that I like. Um, I also like Chow, I believe is how you pronounce it, C-H-A-O. Again, we'll have links in the show notes, but um, it's got some pretty good um, cheese. Most of it's sliced. Um, but I, it's actually cheese that I would, you know, break up and fold. I would fold and break up and add to a couple of crackers and have that. So I'll give you guys some of that before we finish today. But that's pretty good. Yeah, I think I've had that. I think when I came over to your house, we had that mm-hmm. last time. Yeah, it was good. I can liked I, it. Can I call out a brand that I do think is does um, cheese and yogurt exceptionally well is Kite Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, the Greek yogurt, I felt. Didn't miss dairy at all, and it still had wow. that creaminess. And there were a couple of cheeses, like a chevre type, that I thought those are all soft, though, right? Almond, but they are um, almond based. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really thought, you know, okay, this could convince my grandmother, for example, to try cheese on crackers, which I, she's always my barometer because you know, I'm talking about classic southern Southern Belle, who absolutely um, is a diehard. Uh, Meat eater, and mm-hmm. she slowly. Okay, that's fine. I mm-hmm. can. Okay, that's fine. She's tolerating her grandmother, her granddaughter, on certain areas of uh, plant-based eating. Yeah. So delicious. Mm. It's a brand. You like that? Of yogurt that I love. Really? Yes. Is it made almond-based or mm-hmm. coconut-based? Mm-hmm. It's not soy. I think it's almond because I think they have almond milk. I think that's their prime. So delicious. So yes. delicious. It's like a raspberry yeah. and a strawberry. Very good. Okay. So I feel like cheese and yogurt are the two. Th- I used to love yogurt, actually. But because my dairy allergy is so strong, I feel like cheese and yogurt are the two things that, like, I just, I don't even bother. <laughs> to try to find a substitute like mac and cheese and 
Like, there's no... Yeah, there's no... This is where you can really tell April and I are sisters, because, like, yeah, no. Yeah, we don't Just do let that. let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I find, like, the... The cheese, especially, is just the flavors aren't the same. There's only one place I had some plant-based cheese that was okay, and it was this restaurant, Plant, in Miami. Mm-hmm. They had like a little cheese platter. And they had blue cheese, and they had it. Really did taste like a cheddar cheese, and wow. I was like really into it. But that's that's yeah. Yeah, I think that used to be a Matthew Kenny restaurant, yeah. and he has. Um, plant food and wine, which we went to in L.A. or outside of L.A. in Santa Monica. And they have a... We had a lasagna R- there. A raw lasagna. Yeah. The, mm. the, their That's good. Never disappoints. Rac- ricotta was amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Dude, I miss all of that. Yeah. yeah. That's and the I thing love is... Yeah. Chicken parmesan mm. and lasagnas. And, and I just have not tried since I... Change my diet because mm-hmm. I just yeah. don't think it's pop like mac and cheese isn't like no There's no yeah no. there are some pretty good looking recipes I've not actually tried any mm-hmm. nutritional yeast I think helps to thicken it to a point where it will stand up against heat and it gives it a musty flavor that that yeah. what you get looking for for me in cheese what I'm looking for is that savory creamy um, earthy musty you know a good hearty blue cheese. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's cheese. what kind of makes plant-based. Love, love blue, blue cheese, cheese. Oh <laughs> right? There's, there's some real devotees right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, past um, tense loved. You guys broke up. It's dead to me now. Yeah, but but, but. I think that's, <laughs> this is why we're here, right? Like this is why we're talking about it because there are one of the challenges of navigating plant-based is there are some things you can replace and substitute and find an alternative for like a plan B if you will yeah. and there are some things you just have to give up there's a, pl- a flavor profile that you cannot get anywhere except bacon yeah. yeah and especially in terms of like a comfort food if you had a stressful day you're just like or you're having grandma and nostalgia my grandmother used to make you know bacon and eggs you can't do plant-based bacon it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't, doesn't work the same. my <laughs> grandma would die <laughs> she was really she sad. Plant based bacon. She would actually just know Mm-mm, that would be a problem. Mm. Yeah. I, I wish I could think of the name of it. There is a soft cheese that I really like with um, crackers, and I will have to find it's. I have it in my refrigerator, so I have to look for it and make sure I share a link um, with you guys and, and with our audience. Um, but Treeline and some other brands have soft cheeses that are pretty good with crackers or, you know, however else you would serve a soft cheese. But um, I think it's the melt factor that makes vegan cheeses mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. What about, um, well, I guess, I guess according to the FDA, we can no longer say milk, but plant-based dairy-free huh? beverages. <laughs> what? Yeah, the FDA said recently, right, that mm-hmm. if it does not come Lactate. from a mammal that lactates, you cannot call it milk. And we're speaking specifically for American, the American government, right? There are right. maybe people listening in other countries who True. do not Sorry, have the, the same U.S. Federal issue. Drug Administration, yeah, mm-hmm. which controls labeling for food and food products. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. So that means that the labels on our almond milks are going to change? Or? Yep. Yeah, really? they're going to have to be almond beverage. Oh. Or something similar, but it won't be called milk anymore. Boo-hoo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Haters. That's so extra. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Sure, the dairy lobby has nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Strike voice. that from the record. The voice, <laughs> the voice speaks. So what do you like? Not What non-dairy alternatives do you like for either having cereal or making a protein shake or... Maybe making a sauce for pasta or something. I really like flax milk. Um, I also like Ripple. And I was saying to my sister in the way here, we worked out earlier, and Ripple is made with, it's a pea milk, isn't it? Pea protein. Um, Pea protein milk. And they do a chocolate milk. Oot. I was craving that thing on the way over here just to to record, and I thought, I'm going to stop at Whole Foods and get it. Um, So Ripple is really good, um, even their chocolate milk. Um, I think it would convince, or it would be, it's so good on its own that it doesn't need to be compared to regular chocolate milk. Um, Is it like fifth grade, little pint, lunch, school lunch chocolate milk? I haven't seen the small ones. I get the big one. But I mean like that taste. Um, it's it's just it stands on its own, and that's that's the beauty of it is that I don't need it doesn't need to be compared, you know. Like there are sometimes mm-hmm. there are there are some things plant based that stand on their own that don't even need to be compared, and I think that those are really the standouts. Where you're just like yes, mm-hmm. um, and that ripple chocolate milk is one of those. I feel like mm-hmm. I, you've you posted that, didn't you? Post yeah, some ripple? yeah, you yes. know, I have on the Insta feed. Yeah. yeah, we'll put it in the show notes so that people can. Can get to it, and I can't remember the name of the flax milk right now. But there's a flax milk I use for my protein shakes. Um, it's like that's pretty good. Karma, good karma. Yeah, karma. Good yeah. karma. Yeah, good karma. I'm a big fan of the Ripple pea milk, the Karma flax milk, um, but I will also drink soy milk or um, any kind of plant-based milk. I'm I'm pretty flexible on that. Although I will say. Um, Ripple is one I keep in the fridge. And the good thing about Ripple and the Karma flax milk is that um, they do have a protein version where it comes with eight grams of protein per, I think it's 16 ounces. Um, so every 16 True. ounces you get. So I usually put them in my protein shake, um, which is nice. Yeah. So. And it's helpful, too, because in a previous episode, we talked about the protein. Yeah, the protein intake, How you get yeah. it, you can absolutely get it. Yeah, oh. you can absolutely get it. So it's always a plus. For me, it's almond milk. I don't know the brand. Um, silk. Okay. You're just general. There are pretty... It's yeah. a pretty wide selection mm-hmm. in yeah. today's grocery stores. They're all pretty good. Now, Breeze? Was, Breeze? Breeze? Yeah, Breeze is Breeze, one. yeah. yeah. I will say, too, that I am a avid coffee drinker mm-hmm. every day for sure. Um, and they have a couple of creamers. For a while, there were, like, no creamers because I like flavor. Hazelnut, French vanilla, that type of thing. So um, I really wish I could remember the name of it, but I can't. But there's one that I really like that's uh, soy milk, and it's French vanilla, and it's really sweet. Oh. So I don't have to add sugar in the morning. I just do that in my coffee. It's not um, silk. It's not silk. Hmm. Uh, Khalifa Farms is so delicious. Almond. Yeah, Khalifa Farms is the one I was going to mention. 
I love their almond milks. Or actually all their milks. They have a coconut, they have a, do a coconut milk. They have a coconut almond milk. They do a coffee creamer. That's pretty decent. Which has a good bit of creaminess. That's what mm-hmm. I like about their almond coconut milk. But that's not soy, so it must be different from what you're mentioning. Yeah, and that's, I feel like I've tried the Califia Farms, and that's the problem that I had with it, is I felt like it was too thick. What? Like, you pour it in, and it sits at the bottom of the coffee. Oh. Um, so I still wanted to have that that softness of a cream and to be flavored, and so I found that I think it's so delicious. And there's another brand that I use, those two interchangeably, French Vanessa, French Vanilla, Hazelnut, and Sweet Cream. Mm. Ones that Sounds good. Use. Yeah, yeah, let's put those in the show notes because mm-hmm. I, I would try them and maybe get my Nana mm. and see if she'd have them. Mm. I also have to say, if you're a, a Costco member, Costco has a, I think it's a six-pack of their almond milk um, that doesn't need to be refrigerated. And I buy that sometimes and it sits on my what I literally call my Costco closet shelf. And then when I need it, I just pop it in the fridge and then I'm able to use it. So it's a good standby if you can't find some of these other brands close by, wherever you live. Is there any substitute for heavy cream? No. Coconut cream. Yeah, coconut cream. (laughs) So Trader Joe's coconut cream is pretty good. It comes in a can um, and it's, I mean, yeah. if, you, if you're okay with the taste of coconut, it's not super heavy, but mm-hmm. it is like heavy cream. I've used it in some dessert recipes. I've okay. made whipped cream with it. Oh, oh what? Yeah, I've made whipped cream with it. Now, is it um, like whipped cream? Like a, No, because it's not. It's, and, but I find that the coconut's element is not strong, um, and you can get, um, you get that thickness, a little bit of salt, uh, no sugar. I forget how it's made. Um, I could do you whip it like with a beater or uh, hand? I believe a... so. Okay, but it's already pretty thick, so it you're is. just basically trying to. I think you might even put it in the refrigerator for a little while. I'll I'll double check the recipe. We'll put it in the show notes. But I've made it whipped cream with it, and it was it was good on its own. Okay, I'm gonna try that because in the winter time I like to do a bourbon whipped cream. Play it, babe. Bourbon? Bourbon with cream. That with sounds, my pancakes, yes. nonetheless. What? Yeah. I go all awesome. in. That sounds I delicious. I love those blizzard days here in D.C. <laughs> they are good days for me. Bring on so some I'm going to try that. I really am going to try that. Snow and day at Lisa's house. Okay? Yeah. yeah. What's up? Bourbon pancakes, yeah. Bourbon whipped cream with pancakes. Okay. Well, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a favorite plant-based substitute or alternative that works well, please let us know. You can leave comments on our website, thejealousvegan.com, or wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can write a review and we'll take a look and look to uh, try it out for ourselves. Thank you for listening. Connect with us on social media or at thejealousvegan.com and sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive content in support of your plant-based journey. We'll see you in the next episode. And remember, don't let perfection be the enemy of progress.